0: Welcome to the Build Business Acumen podcast, where we deliver practical knowledge and powerful guidance. Here is your futuristic host, Nathaniel Schouler.
1: I will be discussing resilience with Nelly Sheen, and we just finished authoring a book on this very important topic. And this is part of a 10-part audio series that we decided to do to help you dig deeper into resilience thanks for listening it's such a huge subject right so I'm just going to explain what resilience is a really general overview and then Nelly I'm going to ask Nelly a load of questions and we're going to kind of get into the real workings of how you can move beyond it and this is part of a a, a, quite a substantial series for uh, our publisher that that we're putting together off the back of the book that we just wrote around this topic so this is a this is a really serious topic to dig into and according to Oxford uh, resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties toughness why is it important to be resilient do you think in uh, today's society Nelly?
0: Well I think that it's always been important to really be resilient but people have probably not been aware of the word or what it takes but even if you're looking back there were always people who would make would make it for instance uh, they uh, were emigrating to united states they had the power to leave for instance sweden that was a very poor country once upon a time and then came over there and they made it they survived so the interesting thing Uh, I think is that who is going to make it, who has it within them to have that strength to whatever it is to bounce back from. I mean, uh, something else I'm thinking uh, about that is close to heart is New Zealand and all the catastrophes they've had there with earthquakes. And still people are for the fourth time building a house almost in the old spot. Where the house were destroyed, and they still have the energy to do it. and you can see them after just a couple of days after it happened, how they walk around and pick up things and cry a bit, and when you come back half a year later, there is a new house there, because they have the strength within them to do that. So I am very fascinated about people, because then there are other people, they give up very early when they get uh, a challenge of some sort and um, I actually heard an interview with a young guy 22 and he was uh, used to be the top player in the soccer game and uh, he was winning winning everything and he grew up in the best area in the country and then it it stopped when he was 24 or something because then he wouldn't make it any further. And then now he was a lot older and he was saying that was the worst thing that could have happened because I had no practice in failure. I have no practice in tragedies. I had no idea how to handle that because I thought that that was how life was. A constant success. Yeah. But as yeah. we know it, life is not a constant success. Yeah. So resilience, that is here for everybody of us if we want to take upon that challenge and to practice and work with ourselves.
1: It's it's like I said, said in the first uh, conversation that we had around this, it's such a big topic. And I don't think people really realize. And what I find found fascinating is how each person that we researched actually and the people that we know and also our own experiences within resilience dealt with you know we deal with things in different ways right like for me you know perhaps I might exercise for an hour longer than I would if I wasn't stressed right or I might sleep in late right but you know and other people may like drink alcohol they might go for a run or they might like there are so many different ways to kind of get you out of the problem so that you can look down upon it then I think it's fascinating actually and you know it's changed my life studying studying this really because it's given me a a much more control over my emotions and who I turn to if I need to turn to anyone and at what point do I want to speak to someone what point in my life will I need to talk to someone who I can lean on Right, like. These things it's it's yeah I think it's well worth investing you know a couple hours studying it, coming up with your own solution because then when when you know when everything goes wrong because sooner or later it's going to go wrong, it always goes wrong this is just life right we 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 have a vision of where we want to go hopefully, but along the way there are lots of roadblocks and if we can find a way to keep calm and look at that roadblock for what it actually is. It's a test. Everything is a test. And I've been spending a lot of time uh, with Kim Adele Randall, who I know, you know, as well. And she, she says that, you know, in life, everything is a, a blessing, a lesson or both. And I know that comes from somewhere else. Right. But it means, it means a lot. So what, let me see, I've got a question here for you now. So when, when people have good insight into their circumstances and how to change them, how does that work? Like, how can you get insight into your circumstances if perhaps they're so dire that you are, like, really struggling?
0: Hmm. Something that I think is underestimated and not talked about at all, that is actually self-talk. To talk to yourself when you're down at your absolutely lowest, to actually talk to yourself, okay, why is this happening? What am I doing here? What am I supposed to learn from this? I find that just sitting down with the paper and a pen and just let your mind take you anywhere and just write you will be surprised when you finished what you have written because that is almost like a subconscious process and when you do that you will get insights to your own behavior because there are reasons to why you are where you are it is not That God decided that day, I'm going to mess around with Nathaniel's life today. No, it's not like that. It is that you, during your life, you have taken these steps. And now you are where you are. And there are many different ways you can react upon it. But the worst is to blame somebody or feeling sorry for yourself. Because that will make you stay longer in the spot where you are.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. But also, the the worst thing is actually to just kind of ignore it. And, and just what happens is generally, if you ignore it, and you just get beyond it, anyway, naturally, you move beyond it, because that's just what happens. Like you have a situation, you might not do anything, or you might ask someone to help you. But the fact is, is that if you don't learn the lesson, what I found personally, from everything that I've ever done wrong, that that lesson always comes back and it doesn't matter if you're if you're freshly graduated and you're in your first job or you're a ceo you know probably if you're a ceo you understand this more than many more than most people right and you and i we talked about empathy we talked about um you know kindness in leadership and, and and everything else in the rest of these interviews right and I think it, it for me I think it begins with awareness it begins with but but before you get to that awareness right like you need to remove yourself from the emotion because the emotion of of what has knocked you off your let's say let's say you have a level of calmness yeah and a level of panic if you're say you're on a stage 9 out of 10 panic right you you're you're incapable of of rationally thinking because you're so stressed about your situation that you're going to take the wrong decisions yeah and that's why i think resilience is like it's massively important more than anyone really realizes you know
0: Mm, i am actually uh totally agree with you and i was thinking of something when you were talking that you know what you resist will persist so the more you're trying to shy away from it it will stand up and it will be very visible in your life and you can't run away from it
1: absolutely so yeah absolutely and i think i think also you know resilient people right they're not afraid to ask for help support and guidance right and they've usually got a huge network of people who can help them in different situations. Yeah. And you made me realize this in, in writing the book with you that it's like, don't feel scared to ask for help. Like, I've been talking to Kim about this recently. We, we hmm. talk a lot about self-development and leadership as you and I do. And because both of you are coaches, right? Amazing coaches with lots of experience, you know, in CEO roles, Etc. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of blown away by the whole, by the whole thing, actually, to be honest.
0: Mm. I think that the more you look into this and the more you read, the more you study and looking at people around you who you admire, the more you will realize that it is something that you would like to act to your own life, to your own personality. And I have a bit of an exercise that I'm doing that, okay, you are here now. What, Who do you want to be? Okay, you want to be, I don't know, if if you want to be Justin Bieber. Okay, that is over here. Okay, and you are here. So you want to go over there. Okay, how many steps do you have in there? And number one, can you sing? Okay, can't you sing? Well, maybe you should look at something else. But to really look at where you are and who you are and what kind of person you want to be. I mean, do you want to be Mother Teresa? That is fantastic because the world needs a lot of Mother Teresas. So slowly but surely add those qualities into your life. And people who have not seen you for a while, when they see you, they will immediately feel that something has changed, but they don't know what it is. And they will look at you, oh, do you have new glasses? Or something feels different here. And it's you that have lifted yourself up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you also, you also listed a lot of really good traits that people need to develop, right? Like, you know, building a great network of people definitely helps. And we talk a lot more about that in the book and also in in the audios, uh, in the rest of the audios. But they have a strong mental focus, right? These people, the resilient people, the people that, you know, you look at them, anything could have happened in their lives, but you don't notice it because they don't create drama, and they're not drawn into drama. They've got better coping mechanisms for handling stress, and they set goals that they achieve, right? And every day, they're moving towards these goals, right? It's, um, you know, and, and you said, let me see, you, you said here, they take daily actions. So they don't let a small problem become a big one, right? So, What sort of daily actions are you kind of referring to? I mean, I know there are many, but, you know, how do you, how do you, where do you begin with daily actions to become more resilient and manage your emotions?
0: Mm, I think if this is a field that you are approaching now, do not take on board too much start with one or two things because you will be overwhelmed otherwise. So uh, it doesn't really matter where you start off with because you will still hit goal, you know, and uh, fix this. But take one or two things that you start to read, you start to look into and also think, okay, how does this apply to me? If you look at that, you don't take... uh, anything that is happening to you that you take that into drama or you're not drawn into drama that means that when you are for instance at your workplace and you hear people talking uh, bad about somebody do not go into that do not go into that stay away when your sister calls you and say that your common brother is an idiot and can you Help her by coming over and doing this and that. Stay out of it. Do not go into any conflict. Don't take sides because you are going to spend your life by being a servant to somebody else who wants you to do their dirty job. So stay away because you will have peace and calmness. How do you feel after a day if you have gone into all of these bad things you know that you are uptight your blood pressure is not good so that is if only if people are only doing that one thing they will notice a huge difference in themselves
1: that's, that's that is the good.
0: first one i would recommend to start off
1: with that's very good advice so and also you know don't give up right like it so It takes sometimes, it can take years to build resilience. But in the beginning, it's firstly like being aware of your emotions and being aware of the triggers that trigger your emotions. So, someone could say something specific to you. It may not mean anything to them, but to you, it means something different. So, just be prepared that what someone may be saying to you may not mean what you think it means. So, persistence. And just understanding that this is a journey. It's not like a, a, a firmware update that is immediate. But once you start absorbing this information and you get stuck into the rest of this series and read the book, you, you will really absorb some amazing, amazing content. And it'll, it'll help you to become uh, more resilient. So thank you, Nelly. I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you again. And um, thanks, everyone, for listening.
0: Thank you, and that's
1: up. We will let you know as soon as our book is available. We are going to be putting two books together. One of them will be Business Resilience and the other one will be Personal Resilience. And both of those two topics we think will work really, really well together. So watch this space and look out for those. But in the meantime, we're going to be doing another handful of episodes like this one.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe and wherever you prefer, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed the show, drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.